Boom. Hey, folks. <laughs> Welcome back to the podcast, One Man, One Tree in a Hill. I'm your host, two-time wrestling champion, stand-up comedian, host of this podcast, One Man, One Tree in a Hill. If you don't know, but now you know it's a podcast about being alone with your own thoughts, and we're not alone with our own thoughts. We make time capsule of the most interesting people inside the planet, ladies and gentlemen. And we're not doing that. We review One Tree Hill episodes. This podcast is sponsored by Old Hillside Bourbon Company. Old Hillside Bourbon Company was a company created out of love for bourbon, friendship, camaraderie, the idea of quality time, great conversation, and enjoying good spirits brought this team together. Their vision is fueled by optimism, integrity, and a sense of responsibility to build a successful house, a bourbon brand that people can cherish and love. Our story is unique. We are a collective group of individuals from a different career backgrounds. This is our strength as we are able to apply our professional experiences to provide unmatched service for our customers, ladies and gentlemen, that's Old Hill Side Bourbon Company. And they launched too, so you can get you a drink. If you drank, get you a drink. Please don't drive, but just drink. Uh, other news, ladies and gentlemen, we would like to say congratulations to our mother effing friend, Jessica Lopez, a.k.a. J-Lo, a.k.a. J-Lo-ski. She just got engaged, and holy F, what a nice rock. She is my rock. Hold on the spot. Congratulations to my friend J-Lo, Jessica Lopez, man. I was, we we were like Instagram friends, you know what I mean? We've seen each other one, but yeah, it's so dope, man. See, I love seeing people happy, man. I freaking love that. Uh, her fiance, little little, he's a cute thing, not little, but that's a, that's a cute piece of meat right there. Yeah, 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 yeah. cute piece of meat. Uh, other news. Oh, today is the twenty second. We'd like to wish our dear friend who was on the podcast episode sixty eight, Janet Bern Janet Bernardina Gomez, ladies and gentlemen. It is her birthday today. Uh, we already put her cash up inside her episode, so go to her episode if you want to cash up or some get her some lunch. On the on the podcast team, she is thirty three. Well, maybe I shouldn't say that a lot. Well, she's thirty. <laughs> she's thirty three. We just wished her happy birthday, and uh, yeah, we like to shout out to everybody that even we have tons of emails, right? We're gonna get through all the emails. Um, next week we'll be dropping the time capsule of Mar Sufa, so that's what we're gonna be doing for that. Uh, happy Father's Day to everyone who's a father. I gotta know I had so many friends that are fathers. Shout out to my dog Mark. Big Mark, he's a dad. Andre, Steven, my boy Joe Sappho, my brother Emmanuel, my dad. Like, freak, I don't know. I'll shoot, all my friends is dads, man. Like I say all the time, I wish I would have had my kids when I was 15. <laughs> when I was 15, because we could be doing stand-up together. You know, man, they'd be grown already. But you know, I don't got no kids yet. Shout out to me, which is rare for my skin complexion. A black man have no kids at the age in, the, in his 30s. But, uh, yeah, shout out to all the dads. I hit up my pops, told him happy Father's Day. I said thank you. And, uh, yeah, man, I guess sometimes as I get older, I start realizing that my father's methods and ways were were the best that he can do. You know, raising millennial kids is hard when you're not a millennial. You know, he raised a kid with technology and curiosity and everything else. And at the same time, you're trying to give Southern values to a person from around the world. Like we lived in so many different places around the world. And now as I get older, I see all the lessons that he taught me now. So I like to thank my pops. Uh, he's doing well. And for Father's Day, I live in New York, so I had a show at 7. But before that, we watched Kevin Hart's Fatherhood. And holy F, what a good movie, man. I never get a chance to watch movies. I'm always, you know, going back and forth. But we watched Fatherhood early in the morning. Within the first seven minutes, my old lady just starts crying, crying. Real tear jerker if you have tears and you're not confined to your toxicity. Definitely watch that movie <laughs> It was definitely a really good movie, and man, it's dope seeing comedians go out of what's the norm and doing something completely else. So shout out to Kevin Hart, a really nice dude. I met him before, really, really nice dude. You know, and when I say nice, meaning that he could be a dick, 
if he wanted to, but he's not. He makes a business to be nice to comedians and say, like, hey, what's your name? My name's Kevin. Pleasure meeting you. He's like a really sweet guy. And my dog, Joe Saffo and Emmanuel, they had babies the same day. So my so Joe's Joe's son is born the same day as my brother's daughter, Maya. And I just spoke to we, we couldn't speak that long because I was passing through a train. But shout out to those young gentlemen. They very influenced me as dads. Um, other news, everyone email me. A lot of people we ran into last week. Last week at Training Day Comedy Show. That's a show we do every Wednesday night at 7 in Astoria Park. And we were, I was asking people, how did you find about the show? And this girl goes, oh, we listen to the podcast. We're One Tree Hill people. And I was like, dang. So shout out to everyone that came out. Uh, Rebecca, Stacy, and and John. They met through... They said they met through Bumble, Bumble Friends. I didn't even know that Bumble had a, a site where you can meet friends. So I was like, not a dating, but it's a friend app where you can meet new friends when you're like new to the city. And they all came together to the show, and it was amazing just just seeing people just like, oh, we pop, we heard it on the podcast. We came through to support. Uh, most of our listeners are in, they're in New York, but most of them are from like different countries and stuff like that, but they're very spread out. So it was dope seeing people like, oh, we listened to the podcast. We came through. We came to support you. I was like, all right, freak. And the show has gotten a whole lot better. So a year, we're almost at a year. So during the pandemic, if you listen to all these other Woody's Roundups, what we do, we wrap up, uh, you know, the week. We started this show in Astoria Park on top of the pool, right? On top of the pool. We started at 8 o'clock. And we started to start growing, right? And then when the snow fell, people started dwindling. Nobody came outside. And we noticed that it's hard finding the show, so we moved it to the front of 19th and 24th Avenue. So as soon as you turn into the park, you see us, right? So uh, we put it there. Uh, we started working with communities in the neighborhood and stuff like that to promote us. And now we got a good solid, you know, 20, 30 people there. And as we're right on the street, so when people walk by, they start. So what happened was uh, we do sell tamales, cupcakes, everything there, donations, right? So what happened was as we're there, Matthew's running a little late. Uh, his car, his car battery's effed up. You know, freaking happens when you got a car. So he goes, I'm going to be late. And I was like, all right, I got a speaker, a, a new speaker, a small speaker. The dude, Grant Sheffield, funny comedian from North Carolina, uh, goes, you need to get this speaker. This speaker's small, but it projects really loud. But when we tested the speaker out, we tested it out in a room. So in a room, it's loud. But in a park, it's not that loud. It's not that loud in a park unless you're really close. So Matthew's uh, speaker keeps dying, keeps freaking dying because we put that speaker through the snow. We put the speaker through everything else. So it's dying, and I think he has warranty on it, so he needs to get a new speaker because it just dies after like 60 minutes. It can't take that long. So we use my speaker, but my speaker is not so loud. And I had to host that little baby speaker. So I said, F it. So yesterday I go down to Sam Ash, Sam Ash, and I had uh, still warranty on the thing. I turned it in and get a new speaker. A bow speaker and a whole sweet Moses. Boy, does this thing got some juice on it. We turned that thing on in the house, and that thing was blaring. So this Wednesday, aka tomorrow, uh, we got a new speaker out, so it's going to be a whole lot easier to hear because there's like, there's like a, there is like a, a yoga class that does Zumba next to us, so they got their music blasting, so now we finally got a speaker that can, can match with them so you can hear the comedians. So that's going really well. Uh, a lot of people email about Matthew. Matthew's doing really well. Uh, you know, he's dating. He's uh, he's about to turn 21 in August. So what I'm going to do for him is we're going to do his half hour. Now, every comedian in New York City, a half hour is very important because that symbolizes that you have time and everything else. But if you live down south, everybody has half hours because everybody can just, we all do it to lots of time. But up here, it's, it's, it's a strong feature to let people know I have 30 minutes worth of material. 
and I can do multiple sets in the city. So it's a, it's a it's a crowning moment for him, and he's only 20 years old, right? When I was 20, I was doing 45 minutes and stuff like that, 40 minutes, but out of that 40 minutes, 20, 10 was good. 10 was, like, good. Everything else was, like, I can't, some of those jokes I can't even say today. So we're going to do that. He's doing well. He stepped his game up. He has another show every Thursday night called Bodega Kids in Astoria Park. So he's all invested. What happened was I told all the comedians to all put our boots on the ground in Astoria. So the comedian comedy shows in Astoria. Mike Lee has a comedy show every Monday night. Grant Sheffield, North Carolina comedian, has a comedy show every Tuesday night. Jared Waters, Black Daniel with the Beard, every Wednesday night. Thursday night, there is a, oh, Eric Frost has a show. And then Friday night is more shows on Saturday. So what we did is Boots on the Ground to our story of Park. So that's what's happening right now. Uh, also, Comedy Night Live. I'm a producer of Comedy Night Live. My friend Matthew Benjamin. I seem like I always work with Matthews. But Matthew Arvalo, we do Wednesdays. And Matthew Benjamin and I do Thursdays and Sundays. And it was good. Packed out. Super packed out. Uh, the shows are great. Uh, my friend Barry Naylor. I don't know if you guys have seen Barry Naylor. He's very viral on TikTok doing these uh, Delta videos of like being like a Delta Skyline employee. So um, we're talking. He's like telling me like I'm trying to get back onto my feet and do stand-up. And he goes, I don't want to go to Florida. I was like, just come to New York, dog, and do some shows. And he goes, well, I don't know uh, who to hit up. I was like, you know me. So that's three shows already. So hit up some other, I gave him a list, just hit up people and tell them your name, drop your credits, and drop a video. He goes, yeah? I was like, yeah. So Tuesday night, we go cross paths with him because, uh, yeah, last Tuesday, last Tuesday we crossed paths because uh, I go check out a show, but I'm trying to get up as well. So I get up, we both get up, and freak, oh, just reminded me. So uh, let me tell the story first. So Barry, Barry gets up, he does has a really good set, right? Really good set. He got to run, he got to go to Grant's show, right? As I'm doing my set, I'm looking at this girl in the park, and I go, Jamie. And she looks at me, and I walk over, and she goes, Jared? And we just started talking. Like, I had Scott Monaghan on the podcast, uh, the last anchor, the, the <laughs> not the last anchor, the anchorage. Scott Monaghan, that whole podcast that we did together, which was great. He has a sister that he talked about on the podcast that lives in New York, right? Episode 84. And, you know, you never know. You didn't, I didn't know where she lived. We just said she lives in New York. And this is how New York is. You never know who you're going to bump it into. So her and her boyfriend are strolling through the park in Harlem. And I was like, what up? What up? What are you doing? When are you ever getting up? I was like, I actually got to get up in this park. Really? Yeah, we're about to walk around and we'll come back and sit around. So I had a really good set. We started talking. And they were, and this dude was like, when is the last time you've seen her? And I was like, we met it. The last time I seen her was in Japan. And they goes, was that the girl that you did the joke about Japan? I was like, no, 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 no. But her boyfriend was laughing. So, dude, like, New York, who would have thought me just bumping into somebody that I haven't bumped into in, like, since I was 14, right? 15. So that was, so that was, uh, that's what we were going to tell the story because that's happened on Tuesday night. So Wednesday, Barry comes and does my show, right? Does my show. I got to run because I have another show in the city at 9.35. So I have to pack up everything else. And God willing, my friend Mike Tui goes. Mike Tui, another stand-up comedian that's really good on Long Island. So let me break it down if you don't understand what I'm saying. Because uh, a lot of people email me about, about like, like Long Island. <laughs> the figures up with my words, platypus. Uh, Long Island. So I didn't start comedy in Long Island, but when I got to New York, I wasn't getting that many spots. So I used to go out to Long Island all the time at Governor's Comedy Club, and I met all these comedians. They're all in my class. So this comedian named Mike Tui, Nick Tilelli, Matthew Arvalo, uh, Joe Mahoney, and Minnow. They're all just dope comedians, right? And now they're all in the city. 
So I tell them all the time, you just got to support each other's show. So Tui comes, and I'm like, perfect, because like four comics dropped out of our show. I was like, well, Tui will come and close the show out. I was like, Tui, I got to run because I got a show at 9.30, and by the time I get there, it'll be 9.30. And he goes, all right. So Matthew Benjamin goes, I'll roll with you. Can I roll? I was like, F, yeah, let's go, which was perfect because I had to park my car in the middle of the street. So Matthew goes, I'll stand by your car as you go in and do your set. I said, Tui, can you close out the show? Did you bring your car? He goes, yeah. I said, can my lady catch a ride with you? And we meet up later so I can get all the, like, the, the supplies that we set up for the show. He goes, yeah, perfect. Everything worked out well. So <laughs> Barry goes up. I couldn't watch a set. But Thursday night he comes to Comedy Night Live. That's me and Matthew Benjamin's show. Show's good. It's packed out. Every comic's doing well. And I, Barry, I noticed Barry's on stage. And he's doing this little act where he goes, uh, what else do I want to tell y'all? And I tell him, I was like, hey, Barry, no disrespect. I just tell him, like, in New York, it's all about preparation. Even though in your act that you say, you know, I don't know what I want to tell you. I know you have it planned out. But when a New Yorker sees that, they make it seem like you're just not professional and you, you're not prepared for the moment. As, that, as a black comedian, we can't afford to be unprepared. So you have to kill all the time at gate. As soon as you get the jokes, bam, 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 bam. Thank you, ma'am. There isn't no, hey, uh, what's up with y'all or everything? I say, I guess it's kill. Off gate, kill. And then he does Harlem Nights, freaking kills. And I, I'm glad that I have that ability to to talk to a, a brother to say, hey, this is how it happens here. Instead of just letting him just be out there drowning, you know, and stuff like that. He adjusted, bam, start killing. Uh, other shows this last week, everybody's, yeah, it's been, I'll just, just go through my whole week. Uh, I did like 20 shows that last week and then Yesterday I did a show, and this whole group of 12 people were on their prom night at a comedy club. I'm like, dude, when I was going to prom, I definitely was not thinking about comedy. <laughs> but it was, it, was, it was a good crowd. It was a good crowd. So this week, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I'm on the road again. So this is my schedule this week. Uh, Wednesday's training day comedy comedy show. That's in Astoria Park. And then Roofless will be down in the village. And then Thursday night's Comedy Night Live, uh, which starts at 7 o'clock. And then I'll be at the Stand Comedy Club at 10 o'clock that's what i'll be i'll be the stand at 10 o'clock then after the stand after this the freak then after the stand will be friday friday got uh three spots as well i'll be at uh i gotta say i gotta be at uh pre-game comedy at seven o'clock i'll be at peaches and cream comedy which is in brooklyn at 8 p.m and i'll be at the greenwich village at 10 p.m and then i'll be on the road ladies and gentlemen if you're on the road holler at me i'll be on the road in pennsylvania altoona altoona from altoona from altoona that's what Steve Urkel used to be there. So I'll be there at 8 o'clock in Pennsylvania. I'll be driving up from New York City. Then after that, Sunday, I'll be at the Arlington Draft House in not Hampton, Virginia, but Arlington, Virginia. So I'll be doing that. So, yeah, to the road we go, folks, to the road. And I'm excited. I'm excited about getting back on the road. I'm just excited to get back on the road, man. And uh, shout out to everybody. Uh, a lot of people wrote me like through Instagram about this festival. And a lot of people showed up to the Black Women in Comedy Festival. Um, a Black Women in Comedy Festival was founded by Joanna Bradley. Joanna is a stand-up comedian. She was an inventor of laugh tracks. She works used to work on uh, transportation in New York City when they stand-up comedy, and she created a festival for Black women because Black women are not heard. And the reason why it's very significant is because this past week there was a festival called Penthouse Comedy Festival, and some of the there's only one Black woman selected in. A lot of black comics, black female comics were upset, you know, and uh, I had to speak up for them and say something, 
which you know it's not. I don't do it for the applause. I just do it because you know it's it, what's right is right. So uh, and everyone's like, we'll support the Black Women Kind Festival, and I want to tell you folks, it was the most amazing festival, right? Uh, definitely, I'm not gonna go again at no eleven o'clock because they tried to put me to work when I was there. Uh, come here, and <laughs> but it was really good. I met some very funny, just black women, Frankie French. Uh, I met uh, this year, Claude Alice. I met so many funny comedians, Lois, uh, so many funny women in New York City that I just didn't even know about. I didn't even think about it like that. So it was definitely an amazing time uh, to be around. And the reason why I say that is because it was Thursday night, if I'm not mistaken. Thursday night, Friday night, excuse me. It was Friday night and... I thought the black women, no, it was Thursday night. Thursday night, I just finished doing uh, Greenwich, and we're like, we're all going to head up and go to Stand Up in New York and visit, you know, see the black women at Comedy Festival. So we get in there, we see a comedy named J.J. Matisse, who is hilarious, one of my favorite comedians in the city. And everyone's asking, hey, J.J., are you in the, the the festival? No, I'm not in the festival. Oh, really? What what happened? Oh, no, I just thought I'm not in the festival. Then everyone kept saying that until Frankie French goes, well, who are you? And Dave Lester, they introduce everything else. And then she goes, well, you're not in the festival. And she goes, well, come the last day. That's our grand finale, our closing day. And you can do a guest spot. And JJ's telling me, she's like, man, Jared, it's like you said, man, sometimes you just got to be around. I said, not even be around. I said, when Jesus says yes, nobody can say no. When Jesus say yes, nobody can say no. When Jesus say yes, nobody can say no. So she gets the guest spot, right? And then as she's coming to the stand, her freaking water pumps inside her uh, her bathroom. So now sewage water is coming up. So she's 30 minutes late. She ent- writes the producer and goes, hey, I, I can't make it. I'm late. And they're like, well, your spot's at 926 and you missed it. You know, you got to blah, blah, blah. So she's a little down, but she still presses through. And as she presses through just to go to support, another comic drops out and then fruit destroys. Destroys. Everybody's recording it. So sometimes, like I say, God's timing is everything, man. You know, you never know what's going to happen out here. Uh, we'll do the last things and we'll get out of here. Okay, this is what the email says. Uh, Dave, yeah, Dave Chappelle. Yeah, Dave Chappelle's in New York City. Yeah, I know that. Yeah. Did I see him? Uh, no, everybody else saw him. He did a, uh, a I was so mad. Uh, he had like a comedy party and invited all the comedians. I freaking missed it, man. Freaking missed it. But yeah, Dave Chappelle is here. New York City is completely open, ladies and gentlemen. It's open completely. Uh, some places you don't have to wear a mask. I'm glad that we're just freaking done. We're freaking over it. And <laughs> what did the, okay, we're reading the last email. My producers are telling me to read this out. Oh, oh, that's what coming from Flora. Trick Daddy says Beyonce. What did he say about Beyonce? Hold on, we're pulling up on the screen. Let's read it out loud. Uh, Beyonce ain't trying to give back to music and don't write her music. And he says Beyonce can't sing. Oh, he went too goddamn far saying that. Beyonce can't sing. Dude, are you are you freaking crazy right now? And I love Trick Daddy. I love Trick Daddy. And he has lupus. I just want to point it out. He has lupus. So it's just like, you know, he, he ain't in his right mind. <laughs> he ain't in his right mind all the time if he got lupus. But, man, this audience is not Beyonce. don't know how to sing. Listen to this girl sing. Come on, one plus one. Sing, girl. Come on. 
get the f out of here. Beyonce can't sing. I don't, and I'm a, I'm a part of the beehive, but I'm not at that top tier. I'm not a killer bee. I'm more of a honey bee. I'll just write crazy stuff underneath your Instagram and tease you, but I'm not the killer bee or the stinger bees. Definitely not, <laughs> not me. But uh, yeah, that's the Woody's roundup, ladies and gentlemen. We rounded up uh, every week. We round up uh, the week. We're wrapping up the month of June, and dude, we're six months into the year, man. It's freaking almost over again. Like time flies, man. Time freaking flies. Six months into the year. What are your goals, man? What are you doing, man? If your goals are to, to get up out and get up, get out, get, get up, get out and get something, don't let your days of your life pass by. But uh, that's the podcast. Uh, to our producer, Roland Dojo, a.k.a. G, double to the D-I-E. Uh, take us out with his theme song. Be blessed. And this week or next Tuesday, we got Miss Diamonds podcast. We're dropping Miss Diamonds and we'll do more Sufas. All right, folks. Enjoy yourself. Hey, you're live on the podcast, One Man, One Tree in the Hill. Say what up to the people. This is when I see black excellence, man. It's Dave Chappelle, Michael Che, Lauren Michaels, Chris Rock, Eddie Murphy, all sitting at the table. I say, yo, Eddie, Mr. Murphy, as I just want to say, man, you're the GOAT, man. And you're the coldest nigga that ever walked the face of the earth. You gotta break that thing over. She wants it private, but y'all not even together right now. So we haven't spoken about anything but the cat for at two least months. two months. And then I said, and I said, uh, uh-uh, and I'm be the next Jamar Neighbors. Yeah. And then she was up like, I know that's right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to the podcast. My name is Jerry Waters. Catch you next time. Like, subscribe, rate the podcast. Have a wonderful night, wonderful day, whatever you're listening to. I'll see you soon.